0: It's day two or three depending on how you count them of my third quest to South by Southwest and I gotta say uh, it's shaping up just fine man, you know uh, I try to put up a solid effort and be professional about spreading the love for you know my job and all that and that's going really well and also it's important to personally uh, maximize the party in good times and that too is going quite well despite shaking off some nasty flu and general haggardness from excess travel and general uh, just not really taking very good care of myself and, uh, and then coupled with some disorganization and long stories about things that didn't get printed and didn't get delivered and stuff yeah it's roll on just fine you see uh well where shall i start this time around let's just say yesterday morning because the night before i think i might have told you about it was a night down at uh at the ginger man one of my favorite beer drinking places and it's moved around the corner to a location that might even be finer than its previous which is well really surprising that's even possible because the old location was just fine but yesterday i rallied up after my slumber and scarfed down some nasty coffee and walked down to the hideout coffee shop where there's this nice Canadian lady that I, I met every time that I'm down here. And As soon as I walked in the door, she was like, you're here from Canada. And I'm like, yes, I am. And we had a great conversation. The place was you know, packed and hectic and busy. And again, just like last year, I, I was too late for the migas, these breakfast burritos. And the migas is like it's something like espanol for like all the leftover shit or something right and it's like a little bit of eggs a little bit of sausage a little bit of cornflakes in these things and i don't know how quite how to describe them but they're quite tasty and they really seem to fit what you need here and it was that time last year i was like oh my goodness well i really need a good proper breakfast where shall i go I said well if you don't mind walking a bit and she gave me some directions and me and uh, the assorted band of renegades wandered out this place and just when you think you're like, oh, I've gone too far, I've gone totally off track, it all comes together. And uh, well, and I got some wicked blueberry pancakes. So this morning I'm heading that same direction. So I got a few minutes. Uh, and I have had not even a cup of tea or a sip of juice yet this morning. So I'm in dire need of some sustenance because if I'm gonna keep up this party pace, I'm gonna have to nourish the body as well as the soul, which was fully nourished yesterday. So, uh, yesterday after like uh, heading out, I uh, oh, so at the hideout, I got myself a big giant smoothie with like blueberries and bananas and goodness. And I walked through the Austin awesome shiny side- sidewalks, cutting through the Capitol building grounds where all the folks are out, taking school field trips or lounging on the lawn, uh, it's just you know quite charming and the building itself is the classic uh, US Capitol building kind of look with the big dome and put the rocks on this one instead of great a little bit of a sandstone which I'm a sucker for so uh, uh, oh pardon me so I got my smoothie and I headed down to the conference center and I got my badge, stood in line, got my badge, because you gotta have a badge, man. If you aren't dangling a lanyard at this thing, you just, you just don't belong. Oh shit, maybe I gotta go down this way. I think I'm bumping into the highway here. So uh, I can deviate right here a little bit. And uh, then I rallied up with some buddies and we sat out in the lawn, drinking samples of sobe green tea, and packing up these little envelopes. You can see I got these Japanese envelopes. And I actually had some of these from still in my stash of papery stuff left over from last time I was in Japan which was about 1993 I think so it's remarkable I had some of those and fortunately I was able to augment my stash which I would not have been able to very easily in 1993 with uh, some more packets of them from a from like a Japanese dollar store Yakuyen store in Tinseltown so I sat with some buddies John and Jason for the record and I put up these little, put together these little packs of like little dossiers for my job, you see, and we put in some different stickers had eight different stickers and took, and each envelope went three different ones and then a button and a card and then each envelope was then sealed with a little sticker so it's like a little bundle of diplomatic goodness and it's kind of fun putting them together, a little arts and crafts, a little time in the sunshine so after doing that, headed into the conference center to go scout around and ended up at uh, uh, finding a little area to set up a table and just kinda hang out and catch up with all the uh, work and the reaction to the press release, which I published after getting home from the, well, set it up at the, at the Ginger Man, the final steps uh, uh, for my hotel room and the wee wee hours. And seeing all the reaction from that going around the internet was kinda fun. And then heading to see my buddies, John and Chris do a panel. About did the cool kids leave when the suits arrive? And you know, it's about some of these conundrums about personal and professional privacy, and about uh, elitism and who communities are serving—is it the early adopters, or is it should be for everyone? And but that was cool, and I was there to support my buddies, you know. And uh, then from there, headed off to Mellow Johnny's, and this is where things really started to hit the stride yesterday. Mellow Johnny's bike shop is Lance Armstrong's bike shop here in Austin. He's an Austin resident. And, I, you know, I really like bike shops, right, and this one was a beauty. It was just, like, all, like, it wasn't that it was all fancy, but it was just, it felt really comfortable. And they had showers there. They had a little cafe where you could get smoothies and tasty, nourishing uh, uh, food on the go. They had maps to show different local riding routes. And, you know, if you're a road cyclist, I can see why you might want to live here with the expansive distances in every way. Though there's nothing in the way of mountains around here to, well, I suppose there are, but... Not mountains, by the definition that we'd call them in in b c, but at that party, the uh, I started loading up, they brought out some uh, kind of like some little buffet appetizer things, and you know if you 're not careful, you end up living on appetizers, which is why I 'm on a quest for a proper breakfast today because it ain 't going to last forever, but man, I had this pulled pork with pineapples on top that was just just unbelievable, right, and it was so tasty, and had some great guacamole and fresh tortillas, oh. And then Lone Star beer from a big uh, metal bucket, like a, like a feeding trough, like a watering trough for the livestocks. And they had that filled with ice and Lone Star beer. And uh, ooh, there's some sort of project going on here, at community college where they're making wooden swords and things. Ah, uh, smells a little like paint. Ah. Uh, oh, so uh, talking with a whole bunch of interesting people in this particular event it had to do with my professional capacity as well, you know, and so all the people there kind of knew what it was that I was doing and knew what, knew what I was up to and could have uh, intelligent discourse about this particular topic. And uh, so that was quite enjoyable, but really the highlight was sharing my little envelopes of goodness around with the people because they really got excited. Each person who would receive an envelope, I would explain to them the love and care and diligence that went into preparing these things. And... They seem to really enjoy that, and open the envelope with a fair bit of excitement. It's kind of like a Chinese New Year. You'll get an envelope with a little bit of money or a little bit of chocolate in it. It's a little bit lo- like that, and I think there's something kind of fun about opening things up. But maybe that's just me. So, man, you know, talking to all these great folks, and my old buddy from uh, Utah, Dane, called, and he's all curious about what's going on, so I'm going to record some little audio segment for him today. And... Uh, Got my VIP badge from there, and I planned to go back, but they were shutting down to do kind of a re, re-jig. You see, it's like, it's like there's this movable feast, man. There's just like an endless barrage of parties at this thing. It's kind of hard to explain, because it's, you know, usually when you think about going to a party, it's a destination when you go and you're hanging out. But this is like, all these uh, various companies or organizations will host parties at different bars or locations, like bike shops or whatever. Uh, around town. And depending on what kind of access and what kind of RSVP and what kind of hoops you've jumped through, you just move around to all these different events and parties. And they're mildly marketing centric, but most of the marketing is really going online. You want, you know, the people are trying to generate online attention and, and all that, whereas the attendees are mostly just trying to get free beer. So it, it can be a really good symbiotic relationship when done properly. So uh, from there, I went to a place called Six. Six tap house for yet another party for some dude was putting on, but after being out outdoors, like the the bike shop had this whole outdoor area, right? So you getting some sunshine and some fresh air and that kind of thing. And uh, oh, now I'm crossing over a wee little river here. Oh, this is just lovely and a little park. Oh yeah, and it's so different, you know. Like this is kind of the same size as like Mosquito Creek or something by my house. But the flora is entirely different, you know? It's these gnarly, uh, gnarled trees and lots of cedar around here, but right along the water, I don't know what these are. Uh, but this place it was you know it's alright I had myself a good porter there they had some little fried tidbits and I'm not one for fried food you know I gotta keep bit my, my, myself healthy and all that so moved on from there to ah uh, which one did come next after that oh so then I'd go up to some folks hotel room have another bevy there there, head out they were getting some passes to the pure volume house which yeah doesn't really do it for me I've been there before I'm trying to expand my range here this time around which is why I'm wandering out to the across the river to where few South by Southwesters tread and uh... and then from there though we went to apparently there was like some opening night party we went to go find it I was like oh no that turns out it's on Saturday so we pop into Emo's and Emo's is kind of a well-known rock and roll venue here in Austin and this was Emo's Junior which is kind of like there's two of them they're just kind of cojoined but is like a kind of a small, slightly mellower half or something, like a different half, like a small stage, more like a club side. And then yeah, the other big Emos has like this big outdoor courtyard and like this big kind of concert uh, venue where I've seen some bands before. And uh, But on the side that I was at, we were treated to like this almost surreal assortment of entertainment, starting with some sort of vaudevillian delicatessen uh, performance play kind of thing with masks and costumes and heightened emotions and um, applause and unveiling and and the people there were very uh, diligently uh, paying attention which was nice to see although I'm I, I, I gotta admit I've never seen anything like that quite like that in that kind of context it looked like something you'd see on a summer park entertaining uh Children more than you would at a, like a nightclub with uh, you know beer-soaked patrons standing in front, and then on the TV in there they're playing Conan the Barbarian, Arnold Schwarzenegger's star turn, as it were, with the subtitles on, which made it even a little bit odder because you couldn't help but your eye being caught by this Conan the Barbarian on little TVs, and we went through round after round after round of beers, and they're serving the well among other things the local. Uh, the local favorite here is a is a weak but quaffable beer called uh, Schinerbach. I went through, kept on just getting six packs of cans of Schinerbach, and you get this like a round of drinks. And you're like, I'll be eight dollars, you know? And like, oh, really? Oh, great. So that uh, was nice, man. I had a bunch of beers there. And so then after that, the performance troupe finished up. Then a guy came on to do some magic tricks all right cool you know he's doing a little something with some cars doing something with some ropes doing something with some coins it's all good and then the next guy comes on and he's uh uh he's like uh he's got he's beatboxing and he's, but he's also got a stomp box you know so where he's doing a uh, foot percussion and a guitar mm-hmm. and he goes through this set like ranging from complete kind of almost abstracted beatboxing all the way to Led Zeppelin covers with a stomp, guitar, and beatbox. So, you know, again, it's something that you don't normally see. It was around this time that they started rearranging this couch next to where we were sitting. And then a a, a variety of... Well, they're doing some... They do some burlesque there. And it's not like, you know, strippers per se, right? But it's like scantily attired women doing kind of performance art. And they're doing like... Pose uh, performance poses, holding poses for five minutes, and then someone came out and like. And part of the thing was they came out and set up chairs, and <clears throat> and brought out notepad like uh, sketching pads, and a variety of like colored pencils and crayons, and pens, and encouraged people to come sit down and sketch these ladies posing, and they're all in these kind of surrealist kind of costumes that might look like a Toulouse-Lautrec painting or some sort of you know, uh, dream from Paris in the 1920s or something like chef's hat and painted on mustaches and strawberry pasties and frilly boas and didn't really know what to think of it so I just decided not to think and enjoy the next rock and roll band that went on as well as seeing the folks, watching the folks make the drawings while watching the ladies more so than watching the ladies, but certainly certainly some of each, you can't help but be a little bit distracted by such uh, an odd situation, you know? Like, it's, yeah, I never had something like that, quite like that in a bar, so enjoyed some more drinks, and then ran into Buddy Dave from this Canadian living in Tennessee, and then met more of his folks, and long story short, we wandered off into the night Looking for the next party, dropping drunkards off at hotel rooms along the way, and helping people get into their rooms, uh, even even if they couldn't get there quite themselves. Almost had to throw one over uh, over the shoulder to get her home safe, but you know, just being a gentleman. Ooh, crawfish boil! What's a crawfish boil? So uh, then we ended up at this place called the Driscoll, which is. This um, old so classic Austin hotel from probably the earliest days of Austin. It's a big grand hotel with this big wide entranceway and a big long hall. And down at the end of this hall, a bar that's usually probably quite sedate and sophisticated and and uh, reserved and probably politicians and lawyers and such sitting around, uh, you know, talking about. Things that are important to them. However, in this case, the entire hall that must have been 100 yards long, it seemed like, was completely jammed, packed by drunken conference attendees and all sorts of uh, disarray. And, Ooh, look at this. Wow. Summerfest here in Austin. We've got the Flaming Lips, this is June 5th and 6th. Flaming Lips, Girl Talk, Slim Thug. Stars, Mixmaster Master Mike, Mideski Martin and Wood, Municipal Ways. Wow man, look at this lineup. It goes on and on. I want plus 50 more. Wow. Anyway, Flaming Lips are uh, Austin locals here too and you're probably familiar with them. No, well known for their uh, chaotic live shows. So by the time we elbow our way up to the bar and finally get some beers, all that's left in the beer selections like Bud Light and Coors Light. So my buddy uh, ordered as many as he could humanly carry and At that point, you know, beer like that is pretty much just for hydration purposes. It's really, it's not going to add to any kind of buzz or, but it's going to flush you out a little bit. And uh, so amongst all that chaos, you know, elbows up and drunken loud conversations. We uh, hung out there until these poor employees came with their little earpieces in and their suits and used to, again, used to dealing with a more... Polite and dignified crowd, but 2:30, they're still trying to herd the people out the front door. Herd the people out the front door, but the problem with the whole layout, they're herding people down. And I get out this thing, it's like this is an exit. We're just trapped out of here in a little patio. Finally make way out again, another batch of folks, people dropping off along the way, then hop into a pedicab. And it was the same pedicab that uh, the same guy in the same cab uh, that I rode in last year, and that was only significant to me because it was such a great, uh, a great day last year where I spoke to the people and then went and had green chili macaroni and cheese and hopped in this pedicab where the driver had uh, some baked confectionaries with psychedelic properties. Oh, and here's my cafe, so that's good. I uh, called the Counter Cafe for the record. Um, ooh, it says local food, global love. I'm on board with both of those things. So, off into the evening, into the pedicab, whisked up to the hotel. Another late night round with a uh, slice of pizza and another beer, and off to Dreamland at about uh, 3, 3.30 in the morning. Now here it is, somewhere around 10 o'clock, and back at it for another day. It's Saturday, so the layout of the town, just the, the buzz in the town is a little bit different. The conference attendees have, uh, well, they're most all broke their uh, party cherry, and are looking, uh, will be definitely a little bit more bleary-eyed today but I'm going to fill my belly with some tasty blueberry pancakes and get ready for uh, some panels, some strolls, some adventures, and some more hijinks here in Austin, Texas. And as Billy Connolly would have said, I do hope you all come along. You've been chewing along with Uncle